Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are You Doing With Your Life? It's Melissa. And Elijah. We're so happy that you are here with us today. It's crazy how, you know, time can go by and it won't even be that long and we have so many things that have happened and it, that's why it's really cool. I mean, before we started recording, you were saying how cool would it be that like our kids could listen to this kind of like as an archive or just our family or just ourselves, right? Like go back in time and there's been a lot of talk lately about people speaking about podcasts in general when people are like, like, what's the like future, you know, what's going to be the future? And everyone's like podcasts, which I think a lot of people think, well, podcasts are out now, but I really think going forward, it'll be almost like, oh, you don't have a podcast, like with Instagram. Oh, you don't have an Instagram. And maybe not to that extreme, but a lot of people are talking about it. Like, it's just, it's such a great way to communicate and to listen to interesting topics and to stories. I know for me, I love listening to ones that tell like a story over many podcasts, like Mm -hmm. episodes in another lifetime or maybe in the future. Like I think it'd be really cool to be able to either dive in on stories. Like I'm not super into like the crime stuff because it can get pretty gruesome and it'll give me nightmares and like not even like a scary way. It's just psychologically, I don't want to feed myself with bad things. But Trevor and I were listening to like an eight part series um, that wasn't gruesome. It was. It's. I think it's called like something was wrong or, or something like that. And just ta- it was a story about like a family and like the the inner ins and outs of like the different relationships. And there was this one crazy like sister in law that did all this messed up stuff, just manipulate in manipulative way, manipulative way. Um, <laughs> so I like still listening to stuff like that. But yeah. Anyways, with podcasts, I think it's really interesting because. There's so many different avenues you can go down. And with us talking about like our kids or us listening to it in the future, um, it's almost like home videos. Like mm-hmm. I, I literally asked my uncle a couple months ago maybe to give me, because we already have some copies that he actually transferred from VHS to DVD. We have so many home videos because he was always filming us as kids, which was so great. He loved it. And um, now I'm asking him to like go through the archive and really go back to like even before I was born. I was like, just give me everything you have. If it's any, if any of our like if it's my mom, my dad, any family member, like I want it just to have it. So he's putting them all onto DVDs, which is really cool. I'm super excited. That's so cool. I mean, there's something to be said about having like a. I don't even know how to explain. It. Like we have our phones, obviously, and it's made like capturing videos and photos like so much easier. But I feel like they don't have like the same like I don't have the same reverence for like whatever's in like logged on my phone opposed to when you think about and have that nostalgia of like home videos and stuff like you are capturing like potentially very important milestones in your life and we're just so busy capturing everything so true that it kind of like gets lost you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as powerful because I'm like yeah I've got thousands of hours of video and you know but it but when you watch home movies it's like birthdays or like holidays and maybe just a fun vacation like and I don't know I think we have like such an abundance of ability or like we have so much ability to capture literally every single moment then you kind of had to be more like choosy like cameras like before the digital aspect of it like you only had like an x amount of shots and you didn't know what they looked like, so it was more. I don't. I don't know if that makes much sense. Yeah. But that's uh, that's really cool that you're doing that. I think that's really important, and I do yeah. agree that I think podcasts and something like this is kind of locks you in that time capsule that 
you know, hopefully down the road, even if it's just for us to go back and listen to 20 years from now, like, I'm sure that would just be mind-blowing. Like, absolutely mind-blowing. I, I mean, think about if we could frame it this way. Think about, you know, us, even in the age we are today, being able to have access to, like, if like a actual audio of our parents or somebody we know from like 20 years ago and listening to their day-to-day and their struggles and their highs and their lows and the happies and the sads and it is super cool I know for me my mom when we were all little she kept a journal for us and would write in it and there's been times where I've gone back and like cried because it's like just so bizarre and but crazy and amazing and sweet and you know being like oh you <laughs> there was one <laughs> I looked probably like a year ago I should go back again and like really dive in but there was one story where my mom was writing in because I have an older sister who's three years older than me and I think I can't remember if it was me or my older sister but we were probably like five and eight or four and seven and my mom said that we came home from school and we we realized like well there can't be a Santa Claus because like how like how do parents know about it and like don't parents get us presents like we were questioning it and she like detailed the whole story of us realizing that there wasn't a Santa Claus like <laughs> so funny and just like really really sweet moments so I do think for me I don't really for some reason I pen to paper I can do it in short bursts, but I don't keep a journal. And I know my older sister has for years. Like she, I think she has just collections of these journals, which is cool because if she's willing to share that with her kids in the future herself, like anyone, but even just for herself, she can go back and read those things. But yeah, I agree. Like our phones are so different. Like when, as kids, we always captured like funny moments or like skits or just random days, but we didn't like realize we weren't like, eh, like in the camera, like Mm -hmm. all up in my uncle's face, whoever was filming, we didn't even like realize it. Where now if somebody, you know, is camera, like using the camera, like if we're out boating or we're camping, like people know you're doing it. So like they kind of put on a face because you know, it's going to get posted. Everybody sucks it in real quick because they know you're on camera. Exactly. So it is totally different. I know exactly what you mean by that and it is cool that you know we have a new kind of form of audio and digital video and everything like that to capture but it for some reason like I'm such a nostalgic person I love this aspect of being able to like look back and archive it and have people listen to it like yeah. I think we love storytelling as humans that's why people like podcasts I mean you think about back to like the early 1900s before television they listened to the radio like mm-hmm. they gathered around before or after dinner and there was a story or there was like comedy or singing and they would literally sit there and so now it's kind of like it's gone full circle it like, really it really has it Holy really cow, has that's yeah mind-blowing yeah, yeah so and and it, it's kind of like anything right we we recycle fashion we recycle trends like everybody right now like a ton of like gen zers are using digital cameras like bringing them places and snapping pictures and it's just bizarre to me like even i there's even a i don't know if it's motorola but they have like a flip camera now which it folds into like a normal size like similar smartphone to an iphone but it's a flip phone and um, I just, I don't know. I think that's really interesting. Something else that I actually, it crossed my mind because when we were up at Redfish for the 4th of July, we drove through Garden Valley. And when I was still Mormon LDS, they did a girls summer camp every summer. And for a long time, it was like on the way up to Idaho City. And um, it was called like Pine Top or something like that. And it was cool. I mean, it was very churchy, but used to like swim and had activities. And there was like lots of laughter and stuff. But when I was going through kind of a hard time when I was 16, and this all came back to me as we were driving through Garden Valley on the way to Stanley, um, I was kind of, my parents were, my parents were getting divorced or they were divorced at this point. I was 16, I think 15 or 16. 
and I decided to go to this girls camp. I don't know why I think like one of the people in the church like convinced me to go and I didn't really want to. I kind of probably rolled my eyes the whole time because I was like, you know, not into like the modesty one piece swimsuits and like not swearing. I was trying to be cool and break from that. And also just the constraints of it, which I could go on a whole podcast <laughs> episode about that. But um, we drove by where it was and like all these memories came flashing back to me just in general of like that time of my life. But something that we're talking about, which hopefully it ties in, there was a girl that was there who was super animated, very like her energy drew you to her, super funny. Um, and she's now married and has has kids, but she she kept this journal. I don't know if it was from the same year or the year before, but she kept this journal of these events of these things that she did. And I don't, I really wish I could, I should just reach out to her. I've thought about her many times over the years, but every night we would all sit around and she would read us her journal. We were like laughing out loud and like on the edge of our seat. And it was her life story of these events. And I think if I'm correct, it's kind of coming to me now as I'm speaking about it. Like I think she was either sent away or she chose to go away to some sort of camp that was, you know, weeks or months, like a summer thing where I think it was hard labor, like, and I don't think it was on purpose. Like there are some, there's some programs I know people did in high school where you would volunteer, you get paid, but like you would choose to go and like help like move branches and trees that were going to cause more forest fires. Like, I don't know what they call that when all the branches and stuff are on the, the, the ground, but um, you would go and like you would literally do it all day. So you, they, all these kids, even women or girls, would come back like ripped from the summer because they did that and they'd camp. Um, but she, I think, now that we're talking about it, like I said, I think she was sent away, like kind of like a boarding camp style. Like you're not probably with maybe to do with the Mormon religion. Like you're not doing the right thing. You're going away for whatever reason. So she like documented all the details and read it to us and there's been so many times where I want to reach out to her and be like do you still have that journal because for some reason it's really impacted my life like you should publish it or like do something with it because I'm telling you like the girls camp was only probably three or four nights but every night we couldn't wait to like all get together and like have her read us out of her journal so I just think in general like it writing and talking and just documenting things and sharing them is super powerful and another thing that's been on my mind not to ramble um is that like there's been so many times where I've had this like ping on my heart to document my high school experience because so much stuff happened like between all of our friends like a lot of drama a lot of crazy stuff and I honestly could like picture it being a book turned into like a movie or a series like any of those things on Netflix right now but a part of me is like what I want people to know <laughs> kind of like family friends <laughs> and just people in general uh, but I think it would be so cool so like a long time ago when I was working for my parents I started writing the book um, just for fun and like I would get like a few pages and I would get like oh, this is stupid why am I doing this this is a lot of work blah 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 but I'm like there's ghostwriters these days I should just like pencil down all of my thoughts talk to all my friends get everything in line and be like yo let's write a book but then I'm like like I said I'm kind of scared because there's a lot of like personal private moments in there but I think it would be so relatable like I know I'm almost 30 so I'm so far removed from high school now but it would be so relatable to just people that were my age then and even people that are younger and older so I don't know I just spewed a lot of info at you guys but just lots of random thoughts and it all ties into like memories documenting stuff and what that's what we're doing now we're not we're maybe talking more about like personal business stuff but still it's super interesting well, kind of on that same, which I 100% support you in, like, writing a book because I also want to. I was with a buddy of mine, and we, I don't think I told you this, but 
we we just got on this random topic of like if there was one story you could tell for the rest of your life like what would it be interesting and we both thought about it and I told my story and he told his and they were both like super like wholesome but they had humor in them and we're like and we set the ground rules like no literally like this if you could choose one story from your life like to be able to tell your kids someday as like some kind of lesson or at a party or on a first date like you only have one story for the rest of your life like what would it be and we started thinking about it we're like oh my gosh like I wonder what other people's stories would be so he's talked to some people I was at the wedding and talked to a couple of people and at first they're like what what do you mean <laughs> like because that's hard but it was really cool like seeing people's like minds like work and being like okay I only have one story that I can tell for the rest of my life and they all like had they were all like wholesome and like funny or adventurous and they all kind of had a lesson into them if you like listened hard enough and so um, I really want to start compiling all of these like stories and put them into a book called like the last story ever told sure and I love that something like that and um, but being able to document and like also encouraging people to kind of think about what's really important because sure. you know when I first asked people like, oh so you want like a crazy drunk story I'm like no 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 I was like I, I don't care what you tell me but you need to think if you had only one story is that really the story that you want to tell and it's funny because people just have like this very like strange reaction um, going back and thinking and you see kind of like the smile on their face like oh yeah like this one story and then they tell it and they're telling it with their full like body, like very animated, very intense because they understand the stakes. And so How cool. anyways, like in the same vein of like memories and and I kinda also thought I was like, well, would people even want to read that? And then I'm like, Well, I know my story, like everybody really likes my story, and I really enjoyed my friends and I enjoyed the people that we talked to, like and yeah, I don't know, it's still in the works, but like something like that and you know, even if they're not named, like, specifically, like, people could read that and just kind of get a sense of, like, individuals in a very quick amount of time. Absolutely. It's almost kind of like Twitter, right? Like, we make all these sweeping judgments based on what 250 characters, like, you're allowed to give. But if you had to, like, critically think about, you know, your one story to tell, I mean, that pretty much could give you a good idea of who they are as a person deep down. Definitely. Anyways, I love that idea. Thinking. That's great. I know. I Have you ever seen on Facebook, it's called Humans of New York? Oh, yeah. So sure. I always read those. And I, there's some that do, they'll do like, ten, he'll do like 10 part series. I believe it's a gentleman. Um, and there's a book and stuff. But I do, I think that's so cool. It's like a glimpse into somebody's life. And um, I'd honestly, like, as you were saying that, I'm like, I don't even know what story, like, I have like random stories, but I would have to really sit down and be like, what is the one story? And I really don't know what that would be. So it's really interesting. I'll have to think about that today and this weekend um, because that's really cool. And I love that idea. I think also this is stemming off the fact that there's this podcast that I listen to all the time. And it's these two like young millennial girls, they're sisters. And they read a lot. And they recommend, they actually, one of them has a separate podcast called The Redheads and they read and it's like a book club every month and, you know, then they encourage you to join it and stuff like that. Um, but just thinking about like entertainment, because I feel like for me, I am super 
I get super engaged with movie and tele- movies and television. I have since I was little. Like that was always we did couldn't. I always say we couldn't do a lot as kids, but growing up re- super religious, we had restrictions. Like on Sundays, we couldn't hang out with friends. We couldn't mm-hmm. go swimming, and there were all these rules. So like we watched movies, and they had to be like G-rated movies was also the rule because it was Sunday. But you know, even like sleepovers with friends, we'd go to Hastings and rent a movie, and like from a young age to old age, and even now, like I I don't watch a ton of television, but I do still record like on our cable certain shows and some of them are like trash TV shows and other ones are good. And if there's a good movie, I record it and it still brings me joy. Like even last night, Trevor and I went to the new Black Widow movie, which was really good. And it was the first time we've been to a theater since before COVID. And I'm super sad because our downtown location, it sounds like they're either going to try to get somebody else in there and it's like a smaller, maybe a few like less theaters because they're cutting into Bodo to make it like this food court thing. But I'm like, I wish they would have told us, like, hey, this is the last time you can go to the movies. Yeah. For it, and, like, this is the last week because that's, like, my childhood. Like, all my memories are in that theater. But, you know, it is what it is. But I love movie theaters. I love going to the movies. I love renting movies. And I was kind of asking myself, like, you know, even, like, when I eat food now, like, I make dinner. And if even if Trevor and I are together, like, we'll watch something on TV because it's fun. And I always hear, like, don't eat, you know, while you're watching TV. Like, be super present because it, like, cues your brain that you're full and everything. But... I was kind of asking myself, like, why am I not reading more? Because I do like to read. If it's a really engaging book, I will read it. I'll sit down every day and read it. But I think maybe I'm just reading like the wrong type of stuff because for a long time I was like, I'm not into fiction. I like learning about things that are real. So I read a lot of like memoirs or biographies, um, things that are super factual because it just is more concrete for my mind. But I do think like listening to that podcast talking about reading and like also just realizing how much media I like to consume like it literally I feel it in my brain I'm like oh this is exciting you know I want to kind of start doing that towards books more and a lot of people have been recommending um kind of like thriller which is what I like I don't like gory murder stuff but I can do thrillers that are maybe a little twisted but not nothing crazy so I have been thinking for like our big trip that we're going to be doing and we're going to be driving a lot be fun to download some of those books and it's basically like a podcast right but it's actual story and Um, then that way we're kind of reading, but we have something to do also and just kind of getting more into books because I do like to read them. It's just, I'm a hard sell. I, I will read a few pages and be like, oh, you know, forget it. It's kind of like watching this TV series. You give it one episode and you're like, not good, Yep. you know? So yeah, I think I'm going to try to do that. So if anyone ever has recommendations on, even if they are fiction, just like a really, really good book. Um, I'm down because I think for so long I thought it was weird to, you know, you could, I can sit down and watch like an hour of TV, but it, like that's weird on like a random Thursday afternoon to like read a book for an hour, but it's not weird at all. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do those types of things in your mind. Well, and reading like actually I feel stimulates more imagination. Like I'm really bad at reading, like not literally bad at reading, but I'm just I have such a short attention span, like, if it does not grab me, and that's why I'm quite the opposite, like, I'm better at absorbing, like, factual information in, like, short YouTube videos, or, like, going down some weird rabbit hole, or something like that, but, like, last year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna read, and I don't even know how I stumbled upon it, but I've always been kind of a big fan of, like, Stephen King's, like, TV shows and movies, like, some of them, not all of them, but anyways, I ended up buying one of his books and I read it in a day and then I read another one in a day and another one in a day and another one in a day like I went a whole week of just reading a book a day and these are like big fat books 
but my imagination was I felt kind of like this release of you know because it wasn't serious but it was very engaging and the way he writes is just very powerful and like gets you involved in these characters and I just got lost for like a whole week in this like universe of Stephen King and um that was a it's funny I just haven't really put much thought into it because it's been a while but that was a really great week and that's still when I was painting all the time and I felt like a lot of that creativity like also kind of came out that way because it just gave me another avenue to be creative absolutely and when through imagination like that's you know that's what I put on my um, Instagram bios that I'm painting my imagination because that's really what it is like I somehow unlocked that after years of just kind of stifling it and I think also reading becomes hard for people our age because we're still kind of fresh off of school like I didn't go to college but like you know even high school was only 10 years ago and that kind of ruins reading for a lot of people because yeah. you're like I don't want to do this I have to do it for a grade like I'm not interested because we're, I mean, that's a rant I could go on forever, but like, we're not like given the opportunity to study things that we're interested in. And so I always kind of had that bad association with books, just kind of not even, I'd never even like put that together, but I now know like that's where that stemmed from is like, I didn't like reading then, so I'm not going to read now. And if you do find something that you enjoy, whether it is fiction or nonfiction, like as long as you're reading, like that's that's good. Like, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I know people well, are people that I know of, you know, like acquaintances and people that are like on Instagram that love to read that they will like want to race home from a dinner or work to read. Like mm -hmm. they, they need to know what's next. Or most of the time, it's kind of like if you're watching a really good movie and if you have the time, you're not just going to like pause it. You're going to keep watching it. People will read a book in a day or, you know, couple hours I know my stepdad he flies through books like every day like that too he just loves it and it is a really good creative outlet and I agree with you I think for me especially being forced to read in school which is just a part of it I understand yeah um but I think it could be it could be structured a little bit better but um it doesn't really make you want to read you know there's no desire especially when you're in a class where you have to read a book a month or you have a book report or you know it's this it's like anything when you're forced to do anything you don't really want to do it and when you're allowed to be to be choosy with that then you find what you want to do and that's so true with everything and I know I've mentioned this before but even just as Trevor and I think of like potentially having kids one day we think about like the schools that we want them to go to and I mean I would love them to go to like my elementary school and my junior high and stuff like that but there are different schools nowadays that are structured more around actually focusing on the interests of the individuals, even though I feel like some people could argue and say, well, six-year-olds or 10-year-olds don't know what they want. People are who they are. They, they change, but at a young age, there are specific interests. Like I've always loved music and singing and I tried band, it really wasn't for me. And then I picked up a guitar on my own and I sang through high school and I loved it, right? But like I knew from a young age that I liked to do that. And I also knew I liked to write. I really, I've always been a good writer and um, at least I was always like given positive feedback from teachers and, you know, from like winning awards and things just randomly here and there, nothing crazy. But, you know, as kids, we know, we know what we like and we know from a young age. So I do think it's interesting that there's schools now that really focus on that. 
Um, which is cool because it kind of takes that element of like, well, this is just the way that it is. And then how many times do we not ever use that information or that knowledge again? I mean, there's basics that we should know, like reading and writing and like basic math, but we live in a day and age now where you can pay anybody to do anything for you. And (laughs) I know that's like kind of a bad way to word that. Or you can have an app that can do it for you. For sure. Yeah. You have things that, you know, they have, they literally have, I don't even know who's talking about this. I feel like this was an ad or something, which makes it even worse. But there's some sort of app or program that you can literally completely copy somebody's like maybe essay or something and then put it into this thing and it will completely reword it so it's not plagiarizing at all, but it's different. I'm like, damn. I'm glad we didn't have that because I would have used, you know, I still did that (laughs) where I would like take a paragraph from something and like, you know, what's the synonym? What's the antonym? Um, Because you're just like, come on. And gosh, I mean, teachers do so much, but and I appreciate them so much, and I don't think I could ever be a teacher. I think I would lose my shit, but um, there's a lot of unnecessary busy work, too, so it's like uh, we could go down that rabbit hole forever. But anyways, getting back to the reading, I think it's really important to not just be super complacent with your day-to-day. Like, ask yourself, and I had this conversation with a friend who was like, I need a hobby. You know, I need to do something. Like, let's do it. Like, let's take, like, a golf lesson, and then let's, like, go swimming, and let's go paddleboarding, and, like, Let's go learn how to make ice cream. Like, let's go do all the things. And that's so easy to just throw out there. But it's like, let's actually do it because it's so easy to just be at home. And like, for me, like TV brings me joy. So when I want to unwind or even when I'm making dinner, I'm like, ooh, what am I going to watch? Yeah. And sometimes I wish it didn't bring me joy. But then I'm also happy that I have something that like makes me happy. And there's content that I like to consume. But I want to kind of open up my avenues. You know, the same way that they say like there, you should have many ways to make money. Like I feel like you, there should be many ways that you should have many things in your life and many different ways to be happy in your life. And so, and I love reading, like I said, if it's something good, that's engaging. So I've been following a few people and getting some names of books and I really try to rent them from the library because I don't, I don't do anything with my books. Once I buy them, they just stack up and it's not like somewhere that's productive. So, which I think I mentioned this before, but side note, if you ever have a book that you want to read that you're like, oh, it's like $25 on Amazon, request your local library to buy it. And they've never said no. They've literally ordered every book that they don't have it. They'll like, if I, especially if it's a new book that's coming out, I'll have them pre-order it and then they'll order it for me. Then I rent it out and then it's just in their library. So yeah, yeah, it's like, it's called like request. It's kind of hard to find for some reason for me on their website, but you just request a book if they don't have it. And then they'll email you like a couple of weeks later and be like, we have your book. Or if, if it's already out, they'll just, whoever's in charge of that goes and buys it probably from a bookstore. And they just put it into their catalog. So that's that's something really cool. And I think the library is getting really good about carrying multiple copies, which libraries on a side note are kind of funny because especially after COVID, but it's like we just share books. But I mean, it doesn't gross me out. I feel like especially where we live, we have a very like considerate community that takes care of things. And plus the books I'm reading are like books people aren't like, I'm like vegan cookbook and you know, self-help from like a 23-year-old girl in the UK, like people aren't reading those books. So I'm usually like the only one. But yeah, it's great, great side tip and getting more reading. And like I said, if anybody has any recommendations or if you ever do or anybody, like I would love to kind of implement that more into my life versus like turning on a show, which is not bad. It's not bad. Fine balance. So, you know, going back to that, like I'm the same way, like I was... I was homeschooled when I was younger, and so I was kind of always seen as the other in the neighborhood, and, like, I didn't have, like, the quote-unquote, like, social skills, whatever. 
And so, like, TV and movies were, like, always something that enthralled me. And, like, I still remember, like, going to my dad's office on Saturdays and, like, hanging out in the conference room and he'd put on Indiana Jones and Star Wars. And that's why, like, now those still those movies still mean so much to me. Right. But, you know, my therapist always says, he's like, because I have a bad habit where I think I have tricked myself into thinking, oh, this is just a stress reliever. This is my, like, go-to comfort you know, activity. And he's also shown me that I use it a lot to avoid like things that are going on in my life. Like it's so much easier to just like binge watch an entire like series in an entire day. And like, you don't even realize the time is gone. It's you start it when it's light outside and then it's midnight, you know what I mean? And yet, and you can have like that such intense focus, but then when something else comes along, that's like more difficult, like, I don't want to touch it or I try and avoid it. And so like, that's why art brings me a lot of joy and escapism in a more positive way because I am doing something I'm activating, like, and not saying that you can't like, you know, you watch a show, like maybe you figure out the end, like that's problem solving. I don't know. But, um, you know, that's, that's been a big lesson for me because I do enjoy it so much, but I've seen it go like the other way, like the dark, side of that where it just becomes a crutch to avoid like real life and like situations that I don't want to deal with so I mean there is a balance for sure and you know and I think what you said before like why can't we have instead of just multiple streams of income like multiple streams of joy and like happiness and like comfort you know like why why does it only have to be like one hobby you know yeah it doesn't have to be right but we get into that you know you're supposed to have one job and one hobby and (laughs) that's all you're allotted to but that's that's so not true I mean it's um you know I'm very fortunate that I have like golf and I have art obviously and um all kinds of other stuff that I enjoy doing and those you kind of need them in certain times like golf is not always going to make me feel good because you shoot bad like you're pissed (laughs) like so that's not always going to be best but sometimes you know moving off onto like going to paint like um and do doing just different activities that bring you happiness is just that needs to be talked about more i i really believe that yeah i agree and the only way that it changes is just by like a simple choice and as a kid i felt bored a lot I just think like you know I wasn't working and making money so I couldn't just go do whatever I wanted but um, now as adults we have that freedom and it really is just a choice but you know like anything in life how many times do we say oh I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and it doesn't happen because it's just easy to not do it like it's it takes time and effort to discover those things and explore them and try new things and I mean I, I mentioned that I had like a I have like a running in my head like summer bucket list of things I want to do and we're going to be gone for most of July so and doing a lot of fun things then but I'm like when I get back in August like I want to finish those things because it it's it'll be fun like and it's important to me like I I don't not want to not do them because I just chose not to and then it's like summer's over and all of that and I just think it's important to try things and actually force yourself to do them even if you don't want to because I'm just I guess I'm just getting like I'm kind of tired of being like complacent in the the just like the extracurricular activities that I do I like them I'm not getting bored of any of them but I'm like I don't want to not try other things just because I didn't which 
I mean, it takes time. And I'm not going to be too hard on myself. But speaking of, like, extracurricular activities, um, I when I came in to record this episode with you, I noticed you had paint on your hands. And I asked you, I was like, so you're painting again. That's great. Like, how is that? So tell us about that. Um, I could not be happier. I mean, I haven't really touched canvas or paint in about five months now, like I did for a little bit, but, you know, then, you know, moving and closing out the project and all that stuff, like it really took everything. And I've noticed like my mental health has gone like down significantly because I've just been so one track minded and then I'm getting ties all back into like the avoidance patterns and not feeling my best like because I didn't I don't have that outlet anymore like it's always just been working like I'm tired and like all the excuses in the book long story short like yesterday I was just like I have to do this and after that long of time and I've been ghost on social media you know I'm it kind of all crept back in like well you know you probably lost your touch you don't know how to do it anymore like you don't even know colors like whatever all the negative self-talk that could possibly go on like I went it went through my head and then yesterday I was like I'm just gonna do it and so I went to Home Depot and I picked out five swatches of paint and got the samples went home and I was like huh like I could I could go do this outside like I've never been able to do this before so I set up my easel outside under the tree like where it's shaded and put on some music and just I mean it all came just like rushing back I mean it was it's been really great and so I woke up this morning went out there and like yeah it's just been it's just been really wonderful to be back into it and another big blessing like as soon as I just posted a story of me like outside like had somebody reach out and they're buying a piece of art and then one guy at the wedding that I met who's actually the groom's boss reached out and was like yeah I want to commission a piece for this new home and then in the same like moment I got a text from my developers and they want me to do all the art for all the condos that they're keeping to do Airbnbs. Wow. And I was like, my head just about exploded. I'm sitting here like, oh, you can't do it anymore. Like, you big dummy. Like, you just forget it. Like, you lost it. And then all these great things, like, came out of left field just because I, I don't know. It's so hard because I'm like, I don't necessarily buy into the whole, I, I know we've talked about this before, like, I'm not 100% sold on, like, put it out there and it comes back to you. Sure. But I have these experiences where it's really freaking hard to not, you know, at least, at the very least, believe in, like, just the energy of, like, being positive and doing something that you're passionate about. Like, that seems to yield good things. Like, even if it doesn't have anything to do with money, like, it's not, has nothing to do with money. Like, um just getting positive feedback like every like people started getting you know messaging me going like great to see you back we've all been waiting to see like new work from you we're excited like keep your head up like do all this stuff like all that positivity like came pouring back and i felt like a literal like like a scale like and it starts to kind of come back up into like a more even place right just by making the effort to be like okay like you're settled you've gone through the wedding like you know, go and have fun, like do something that you really enjoy that is your passion. And 
yeah, good things have definitely happened because That's of so that. That's so cool. See, I, I just really, as much as social media causes such a problem for a lot of people, if you can get, remove yourself from like the comparison and then all of that, which I personally feel like I do a pretty good job for myself. Uh, I don't let myself get too down of like viewing other people's houses or their bodies or their life or anything and be like, oh, I wish I had that. But it's such a beautiful thing to be able to post something like that and reach people in that way. And it's also so interesting how many people want to consume content, right? Like I know for me, like a big part of my business is on social media and it's such a great way to connect. And I know like you don't have to do art for your business if you don't want to. You can choose to do it when you want and you did it, you know, solely for a long time. But it's just interesting how many people like want to be a part of things that are creative and how mm -hmm. they want to consume things that are creative and feel a part of it and see it. And because how many people won't ever do that, that actually want to, whether it is physically, you know, painting or it's writing a book or doing the thing that they want to do. So seeing somebody else do it. Yeah, there's going to be haters that are like, screw them. They're doing something cool, which I mean, I've yet to like see those people surface in my own life. But for the most part, most people want to do something cool and creative and different and maybe something that's been on their heart for a long time and they don't. So to see other people doing that and having a place like social media where they can consume it and see that other people are doing that, it's just a really beautiful thing, I think. So I love that you're getting into it. And I know too, like, this is true for me and it's true for everybody. Like things come in waves at different times. Like it's super hard to be on all the time. And I, I don't know if I like admire, respect people that are on all the time. I don't know how healthy that is. I do say like from a business perspective or like marketing perspective, it's great if you're like on social media as a business, if you're always there, like it's, it shows that you're reliable, it, it boosts your numbers and all of that, but, and your exposure, but I don't know how healthy that fully is, but still it's like, things are going to come in waves. And if we accept that, if we know like certain weeks, we're going to be more um, competitive and more like excited to go out there and do things and that's okay and then we're also if we like accept the fact that there's going to be other weeks where we're not so much like that or where we're feeling as creative as passionate then we just can kind of just be with it and allow it to happen and come and go because I think for me too I'm like I, even with my business I'm like it has to be this way like remember back in March when you were doing all those things and it worked out and you hit your goal I'm like yeah but like think of all the amazing things that have happened since then on the months where I wasn't that way and like yeah I'm working towards having that be a little more streamlined so that I can still do the things I love and have you know money being earned in the background I guess so to speak rather than being like crazy maniac you know making money but like losing my shit um but yeah that's just there's a fine there's a fine balance and you have to like let yourself still do the things you want to do and like just kind of let it happen so I'm glad to see that you're implementing that more because it is cool how powerful it is that people are interested in it even when you take months off from social media when you pop back up on their feed they're like oh hey like this is awesome you know so I think that's great I know like when I took a break from the podcast just doing interview style which I still kind of go back and forth if we ever want to do that I think it would kind of be a lot um it's overwhelming to like have to coordinate all of that and then edit it because when you know people aren't comfortable talking on like being recorded and listening to their own voice and then they say um and like a lot and they overthink it and then they mess up they're not really comfortable with like the finished product which I always wanted people to be proud and like listen to it and not be like oh I sound like such an idiot so with you and I it's like very just free-flowing so I think it's kind of hard to it seems more daunting to like record with people that aren't used to it because there's a lot of editing and like the stuff I don't want to do where when we're when we record we just 
done, you know, export. We don't care if we've forgotten something or I lose my freaking engagement ring. We just keep going, right? So um, anyways, that's kind of a side note. But when I stopped doing the podcast, I, you know, I mean, definitely have like less, I'm not engaging on my Instagram, which was a huge part of my life. Now I'm fully engaged on my business side, which I love, brings me a lot of joy. But, um, you know, people would always be like, oh, like, I haven't seen you in a while. So people care, you know, especially random people that you don't even expect. That's that's the trippiest thing of all. It's the people that you don't even know that seem to. And I mean, you know that your friends and family care and like it's maybe we just don't see it as like uh, as impactful because it's like a total stranger. But. Yeah, like when I have just totally random people that, you know, I have had like some communication with on my art page, like reach out and, you know, give me all this like great words of advice and like support and um, just pure kindness for no, I mean, that's, that's the thing right there is like they have no skin in the game to be kind to you or to lift you up or be supportive. Like friends and family kind of have a built in like obligation sure. <laughs> to that, but like random people no and it it really means a lot um to to get that kind of support especially from strangers definitely and something else that i find interesting is because i know how i perceive other people like even perceiving you even after we've recorded those two episodes when i was just doing interview style and it was just me um, and like watching you paint, like my narrative about you was like, oh, he's like so creative and he's like always doing this. And like, it's so cool. I could never do that. And so I think we always have this interesting perspective of people on the other side of the camera, literally, or on the other side of the app or whatever, the other side of anything um, to be a certain way. And I know people perceive me a certain way too. And I can tell because when I see them like, oh, you're doing all this business and all these closings when I'm like, I've only posted like one closing the last two weeks, but they're perceiving me being active as being busy, which I mean, I am decently busy and I'm really grateful. But like, I think it's interesting how people perceive each other because in, in both a positive and negative way, right? Yeah. Like I, for myself, like viewing you, I'm like, he's so creative and doing all these things. And I think you could agree to that. But also there's been other things going on behind the scenes where you're like, it's not always like that. And we know that, but we don't see that. So we don't even really spend time reflecting on that at all because it's not in our like, you know, vision, straightforward vision. It's not there. We're not seeing the behind the scenes of like the day to day. And so it, it's true for anybody on social media. But like I said, if we don't sit there and like take it in and be like, well, you know, they have a normal life and they have highs and lows and they have good and bad days. Like you just see what people want to show you, which I don't feel as guilty doing that with business because business is a lot different than personal, for sure. like just showing yeah. you to show. But um, I just guess, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, getting into the minds of the people that are being supportive and kind and watching you doing that. And it's like, there's been so much other stuff going on, good and bad, and a lot of good where it's like, they don't even, they don't even know, but yet they're still like here cheering you on and like want to be a part of it. And people, at the end of the day, people legitimately just want to consume content. And so many people find other people's lives so interesting and they want to see what they're doing and where they live and how they do things and so like something that just in general is kind of a random thought like if people if you ever really want to start getting traction on your business like show people the behind the scenes like for whatever you're doing whether you're like you help people with marketing or website building or you sell something like show people the behind the scenes they're so people are so interested we're curious human beings we want to know like i know for me when i start sharing stuff that's not like I love sharing information because I think that's what people love. 
Um, but when I show the behind the scenes, like so many people engage and they just, they want to see it. And I don't know if it's like a way to like escape our own lives or if it's just interesting to us, but, um, it's just a, a weird world. It's a weird, social media is such an interesting place to be. And it's cool to know that if, I mean, even you just sharing that, like saying that you posted one story and there's all these things that have come from it. Like if anything, that should show everybody that's listening that you can do what literally whatever you want. And if you just start sharing it with the world and you're you're doing it authentically, even if you're some days you're like, I oh, I suck. I'm not I'm not being authentic. Like really, if you're following a passion that's like on your heart, like the right people will be attracted to it. And you it doesn't matter if you take five months off. Like people care and they want to be a part of it. So it's possible to do whatever you want. You just kinda have to do it. And even if you just do it, you might be like, Oh, actually I hate that. I do not want to do that. Then you'll know, right? So super interesting. I think I haven't really been in that mindset for a long time of like starting a side hustle like I used to be really into that like even myself I did a lot of side hustles and I would encourage other people to which I think those are great but yeah it's just it's mind-blowing to me that people can be successful just by sharing their passions and the things they want to do on social media it's crazy yeah it is it's uh that's the good side because we're always usually more focused on the dark side of it which is bullying and like divisiveness and stuff but I totally agree and I want to just reiterate your point like if there is something that someone is interested in like just or I guess if I'm talking to somebody else like if there's something that you really have a passion for or curious about like my story is that I started that Instagram account more as just like a diary for me like to be able to see it and the curiosity got the best of me. I just wanted to see if people would respond and I didn't know. And, and it worked out so well for me. Like, and Instagram is free and it doesn't have to consume you. If you don't let it, you are in control of it. It is not in control of you. And if you can have that mindset as well as just being like honest and free and open with whatever it is that you really enjoy doing, whether that's painting or golfing or writing or underwater basket weaving like people will are so drawn to authenticity and that is why people like the behind the scenes stuff like that's the answer for you is because like that shows that there is an authentic process behind the polished product because you know you go to a movie theater you see the end game but that was eight months worth of shooting and three months worth of editing and all this press and promotion and all this stuff to get it into a movie theater like but you know we see all the finished products but i think people do resonate with like the authenticity of like behind the scenes stuff because it shows that there's there's an unperfect process to what seems to some people as like a perfect result absolutely yeah i love that there's an unperfect process that's for anybody true for anybody's life true for anybody's business true for anybody's hobby or passion like it is so true and we are we're so easy to just like forget that but i agree i think that's totally spot on that people want to see that because it's it it kind of gives you the full the full picture and then it makes people grow to like you even more i think and yeah there's gonna be some people that don't like you but that's true that's true for anything right so well very interesting conversations i'm really glad we touched on everything that we talked about today and really just honing in on people like wanting to do what they want to do and 
and being mindful of the process of that and allowing yourself to do those things and everything we talked about today is a really great example of that so thank you so much for being here with us today if you guys love this podcast please share it with somebody who you think would love to join us weekly hearing just really interesting and relatable topics that we think will help you and they for sure help us so thanks for being here we love you guys and we'll see you next week thanks guys